Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. How about that? Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! The heavyweight champion is taking the mandatory eight-count, and Foreman is as poised as can be. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. If he gets through this dragnet, he's as slippery as a nail and a barrel full of oil. Pedro Fernandez. It works for me. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in the city by the bay here in San Francisco, California. Check it. This is Ring Talk. Often imitated but never duplicated. 37, make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. My name is Pedro Fernandez, your modest host. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. For the next two hours, live on Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel 217. That's right. We've got a new Sirius XM Satellite Channel. It's 217. Live on 217 Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Of course, live around the world on iHeartRadio, Sports Byline, and a plethora of other Internet platforms, including CRN Radio Straight Up. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Larry Merchant should be here in a little while. The retired HBO godfather, of course, will spend some time with us talking boxing, talking the world at large, of course, like only Larry can. We'll hear a special in hour number two on the Mafia putting a contract out on the life of Don King. Speaking of Don King, the wild-haired uh, promoter, of course, a wire-haired promoter, will do Don King in detail in hour number two as well in a segment in which we call Don King at Christmas 2014-2015. We'll take it back a few years and see what the wire-haired wonder was all about then. But straight up, it's Don King in hour number two. And, of course, the mafia going after him. It's funny and it's real at the same time. But the bottom line is Don was a marked man there for a little bit. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. MMA. Of course, the WBA, the WBC, all these sanctioned bodies can say what they want. But the champ at 168 is Canelo Alvarez. Of course, he's got other guys. There's undefeated David Morrell. There's undefeated David Benavidez. Yes, there are a couple of fights outside of the Charlo fight and the Triple G third fight. Straight up, Canelo and more today on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Unless I'm If 
you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. It's time to play Vomit or No Vomit. Brought to you by Nauzine. Lisa, you're bloated from binging on cookies, cheese dip, chips, and a ham dinner. Meat sweats are made worse by the sounds of ripping Christmas paper and the shrieks of children. Do you? A. Vomit. B. Swig the pink stuff. C. Take fast-acting Nauzine. I take Nauzine. Correct. Nauzine's four-minute formula quickly relieves stomach discomfort from overindulging. Get fast-acting Nauzine now. Available in stores everywhere. Use only as directed. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. You know, it's my theory that if uh, Don King was born rich and white, uh, he'd be Donald Trump. And if Donald Trump was born uh, poor and black, he'd be Don King. Wow! I feel good! Time to bring in the retired HBO godfather himself. I'm talking about Mr. Larry Merchant, Mr. Hall of Fame. How are you this morning, sir? Uh, Pretty good. Overcast day here in Southern California, a little cold. But it's uh, our winter. Question for you. Before we get to boxing, when you were in Philadelphia and Will Chamberlain was there, and, of course, he scored 100 points, I believe, playing for the, the uh, Philadelphia Warriors at the point, that point in time. How come? How come? How come he couldn't put together a winning team? I mean, he did. He had a winning team with the Lakers, but he couldn't do it. He wasn't the one man army that he should have been. How come? 
Wolf Chamberlain was a, a force of nature individually. Okay. He was like seven foot one and very athletic. And he could dominate any but he often didn't know what to do with his talent, uh, when to pass, when to shoot, uh, when to be back on defense, whatever it was, the, 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 the team started to depend on him so much that late in games, the team that they were playing knew that they were going to try to get the ball to wilt mm -hmm. somehow near the basket. And they started uh, galvanizing around wilt mm -hmm. and not letting it happen and wilt try to force it and blah, blah, blah. But he was not the team player that Bill Russell was. In head-to-head ma -head matchups, wilt would out-rebound him and outscore Russell. But Russell was a bigger force on the, on the court and knew his place and, and knew how to play team basketball. Uh, Russell had played on a high school championship team uh, on a... USF college team? Well, at University of San Francisco, yeah. who, who ever heard of them? And suddenly, with Bill Russell, they won two national championships. Yep. And then he went into the NBA and won 11 NBA championships in 13 seasons. So the way that Russell played, uh, also very athletic, but defensive-oriented, pass-oriented, team-oriented, and... Uh, the rest is history. You, you know, uh, I used to I used to uh, go down to a barbecue place here in the city, and I didn't eat the food. But Nate Thurman ran it. He was a, the uh, former center for the center for the Golden State Warriors, and he told me of all the guys he worked with, he said that Bill Russell was the hardest guy to work against, and that Chamberlain was all uh, was quite predictable. That was his word, predictable. That Wilt was going to go to the same move over and over and over again. Well, and in in critical moments. At the end of the game, that mattered. We're talking Wilt Chamberlain, of course, the biggest guy for a long time in the world of sports as far as boxing was concerned. He was going to challenge Muhammad Ali in 1967 <laughs> for the World Heavyweight Championship. Then 66, they held a press conference at the Houston Astrodome, and, and Angelo Dundee told Ali, because Angelo told me about this one. He goes, don't don't stick a fork in, in, in Wilt Chamberlain's eye. Just be nice here. Don't stick a fork in his eye. Don't antagonize him. Please try not to antagonize him. We want him to sign the contract. He signed the bout agreement. Now we want him to sign the contract. Because this was going to make big money on closed-circuit television, no doubt about that. So Wilt assigns the bout agreement. And then Ali trashes him at the press conference at the Houston Astrodome, and then he decides afterwards he's not going to do it. But that was like that. That was going to be a mega event. <laughs> well, there were a lot of what was going to be major events that never happened, and uh, I'm happy for Will's sake that that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Ali I, when I brought it up with Ali over in China. I said he said. 
do you realize how easy it would have been to hit his jaw? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, it was right there. I said, oh, okay, okay. You know, he's got six foot one and gets seven foot one, but Ali was confident going into that. Godfather, what, um, before, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you off subject just for one more time. Um, is, are we headed to an electoral uh, okay on January 20th? I mean, are, is the country still rolling in the same direction positively as it was a week ago when you talked about it? It appears so, but uh, October, uh, January the 20th is not uh, the key date. That is uh, when you have the formal exchange of uh, power. But um, I think that Trump thinks there's one other uh, rabbit he can pull out. Of, he he can pull out of the hat or try uh, with um, congressional approval of the election on uh, May sixth. I uh, May sixth, January January sixth. I believe it is, um, and he hopes to uh, get enough of his. Uh, Republican buddies uh, to vote against the vote. Okay, so we're going to have a bunch of guys in Congress vote against like 80 million people? I don't know. It's doubtful. It's highly doubtful. I'm just saying that's one last rabbit he hopes to pull out of the hat. Okay, last question before we go to the break. You've been around a long time. You ever seen anything like this? No. Wow. No, and it, you know, I I I studied civics as a kid in school. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought that that the way things worked was the way things worked, and they worked pretty good for our country for the best part of the twentieth century. So, uh, hearing all of this and this one man rule and uh, and. And laws don't matter, and uh, sticking it into the face of everybody out there, I, I you know, it's very upsetting uh, to people of my generation um, who thought this country was uh, divided in many ways, but uh, not at the ballot box where, where you counted the votes. Are, are you in the mood to stick around for another segment? You got me. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The Godfather returns to Ring Talk Live Worldwide after the break. Baby, 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 I got the feeling, baby. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Canelo, Canelo, congratulations. 13-month layoff. You're facing arguably the top guy at 168 pounds. And you have another brilliant performance. What did you think of your effort tonight? No, me siento muy bien. La verdad que hice muy buen trabajo después de 13 meses sin pelear. Creo que hice muy buen trabajo con un peleador de más de mayor peso que yo, campeón mundial, el número uno en este peso. Creo que hice un gran trabajo después de 13 meses. Me siento muy contento. Smith es un gran peleador y y pues aquí estamos de regreso. Gracias a toda la gente que pudo estar aquí. Gracias por el apoyo incondicional. Y vamos a seguir haciendo historia. Esta es la era del Canelo. I did a great job after 13 months of layout. Smith is a great fighter. But like you see, I, I did a great, a great job. Thanks for everybody for coming and support me. I'm so happy. Was this the best performance of your career? No, es uno de mis mejores, sin duda, no, por, por lo que representa es uno de los mejores. Pero he tenido grandes retos también y viene lo mejor de mi carrera. De verdad que me siento mejor que nunca. Creo que a esta edad me siento un peleador más maduro, más asentado, más fuerte y creo que viene lo mejor para mí para mi equipo. I feel more mature, I feel better, and of course it's one of the best, but not the best. I have a lot of challenges during my career, during my career, but this is not the most complicated. 
to The Godfather. Larry Merchant on the line from Santa Monica, California. Larry, I didn't know that Whitey Bulger was your neighbor down there. Yeah, he lives a few streets away from me, but uh, I never met the gentleman. For 14 years? <laughs> well, I guess I, I guess it was a certain genius for a, a nut job like him. Uh, to hide in plain sight in Santa Monica, California. Yeah, and when and when they when they examined his apartment, he was so slick that he actually took the sheetrock out and reinstalled the sheetrock after sticking eight hundred thousand dollars on the wall. <laughs> no, I mean, had had they not had they had they not been so crazy and looking for money and tearing the place apart, they would have never found it. Yeah, well, I have a a, a friend of many years who had an apartment in the same apartment uh, and frequently but didn't know who he was. Well, that's good for him because had he found out who he was, it might not have worked out too well. Now, we just heard from the 168-pound world champion, the pound-for-pound king, Saul Alvarez, of course, 54-1, and um, having defeated Callum Smith quite handily. He's got guys at 168 pounds that some people maybe have not heard of, but David Benavides is 23-0 and out of like Fresno or Upland, California. He's a WBC champion. And now David Morrell, a former Cuban Olympian is now the WBA title holder with a record of only 4-0 and and three knockouts, but he, he battered a pretty good guy last night. So what I'm trying to say is there are guys at 168 besides Triple G and Charlo for uh, for Canelo fight if he decides not to go in that direction. Godfather? Well, well, also, we're going to try to call Larry back here. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, the MMA. Once you're going down the records or the uh, resume, the uh, the script at 168, of course, Saul Alvarez, number one, Callum Smith, number two, Daniel Jacobs, number three, Benavides, number four, Billy Joe Sanders, number five, Kyle Plant, number six, Fedor Chukadinov, number seven, John Ryder, number eight, the former champion, Anthony Durrell. Is he still fighting? Yeah, too bad. Anyway, um, he's number eight. Bottom line is there are some names out there for Canelo Alvarez to fight. Of course, I'm excited. I wanted him to fight David Benavides, but that was like a year and a half ago before Benavides got hooked on cocaine. Once he got hooked on cocaine, it was like that was it. I mean, it was just it. I mean, you just couldn't do nothing with it. You just couldn't. So at the end of the day, um, Benavides, of course, like, we erased from my boxing memory, per se, and now he's back. He's, as I said, undefeated, says he's got his act together. We'll see. He comes to us, of course, out of Phoenix, but mainly out of Central California. He had a good little following going down there. Unfortunately, the coke is no joke. And, you know, cocaine is, <clears throat> how can I put this? It was a recreational drug in the 70s, and I remember looking at guys, and they were able to do cocaine, and, you know, they did toots here and there and toots here and there. And then it changed in the 80s. I was a cop, and it turned into crack cocaine. and became a whole lot powerful. And then all of a sudden, people were getting hooked on it. You see people on the streets. And, of course, that was like the beginning of the homeless epidemic. Because now I'm looking around San Francisco, and it looks like crack city everywhere. And not everybody's on crack, but there are homeless people. I don't know if, you, if you've ever been to our city. It's a beautiful place to live. And I was born and raised here and was a member of the police department for, for almost a decade. But, you know, it's sort of sad to drive around parts of the city. And, and we're not talking about just like the the uh the bad neighborhoods per se <clears throat> no no there are homeless people living in rich neighborhoods on rich sidewalks i don't know how these rich people are dealing with it but obviously they're not too happy you've got like a three or four million dollar house and you got a couple people camped out on your sidewalk
sidewalk, okay? Now, the flip side is these people should pay a few a little bit, a little bit more taxes. Maybe we can get these people off the street and get them some type of uh a shelter. At the end of the day, the homeless situation is terrible. Let's go back to the weekend boxing. Of course, Tyson Fury, the world heavyweight champion, talking about the Anthony Joshua rematch or the actual Joshua first fight, of course. Joshua having beaten Andy Ruiz, big deal. I mean, I'm not too happy about that. Why? Because, you know, Ruiz didn't come in shape. He came to camp at 317 pounds. When you come to camp at 317 pounds and you fight at 283, obviously you're not prepared. And had he been in any other weight class, he would have been deemed unfit to box. That's why I think the heavyweight division, they should have some type of physical to go along with the fact that, you know, anything over like 200 pounds or 210 pounds, whatever the weight limit is, you go over that weight limit, You've got to be in shape. You just can't be some big fat pig. I mean, what Andy Ruiz pulled off on the people, the promoters, well, hey, the promoters wanted him to come in like that. I mean, he did exactly what they wanted him to do. They wanted Joshua to win. Joshua was a guy. Joshua was a marquee guy. I mean, you know, Andy Ruiz, that's what I love to call him, he was just like a fat last minute replacement. Okay, and that's all it was, a last-minute replacement. Of course, he pulled off the upset when Anthony Joshua brought his chin to him. He brought his chin to Andy Ruiz. That's what happened there. As he exposed that chin and he brought it to him, he was fearless until he got cracked on the chin, much like Hector Camacho was when he got cracked on the chin, of course, by Edwin Rosario. And that fight was in 1980. Was it 1987? Of course, they hooked it up in Madison Square Garden. That sort of was the end of the macho man, per se. He got his chin checked, and then from that point forward, he was a safety fighter. Speaking of Camacho... If you haven't seen the Camacho special on Showtime, check it out. It's 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 emotional, it's heart-wrenching, and it's Hector. I mean, it just is. I mean, forget the, the scene at the border with the cocaine and, and the kilo in the trunk. And I told you about the time when I had to beg him to come down. I mean, we're in Puerto Rico, and he's going to fight in, in Carolina. I think it's Carolina, Puerto Rico, and we're, we're, we're based in San Juan. And he doesn't want to come down to the fight. He doesn't want to come to the fight. The promoter tells me he's not coming. I said, what do you mean he's not coming? He goes, he's not coming, Pedro, and you're not getting paid. That was the key thing there was, and you're not getting paid. And I said, why? Because if Camacho don't show, nobody gets paid. I said, okay, okay, that, that's the way it is. I'll go get Camacho. Good luck on that one. Well, I went there, and I got him. He came back for us. It was a technical draw, I think, after three rounds, he and Jorge Vaca, when he butted Vaca. But the bottom line was he showed up when I begged him. I was Begged him. He was snorting. It was cocaine on the on the table there in the room, and he's snorting his coke, and he's like out of his mind. And I'm begging him. I'm telling, listen, man, I gotta pay my child support. I have to feed my kid. Please, please, please. And what did Camacho do? Took that last snort, got up, and took care of business. When of course showed up at the arena. The fight wasn't much, but the bottom line was he showed up, and I needed him to show up because if he didn't show, nobody was getting paid. None of the cameramen, and of course they would have had to do refunds at the arena. The fights are already taking place, but if you don't come up with the main event, you got some problems. And Camacho was the main event, no doubt about that. A favorite son at that point in time in Puerto Rico, of course, Trinidad had been retired. Trinidad retired a couple of years before. Camacho was still the rage, per se. And, of course, you got Felix Verdeo came along, and Felix didn't go to fill that void. Juan Manuel Lopez didn't fill that void. In fact, Verdeo getting knocked out like he did by Nakatami. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, fortnight ago, showed that his career is over with. Okay, the Puerto Ricans forget about F- Felix Verdeo. I mean, he's not going to be your next Felix Trinidad. If you keep it up, he's going to be your next Wilfred Benitez. And you people know about Wilfred Benitez, of course, semi. <clears throat> God, I don't want to say this on the air. Semi retarded. I mean, from boxing. I mean, he was listen. He was in bad shape to begin with. I remember when we were kids. I would say I was a kid. Anyway, um, a young guy, and he was here in '84 for the. Uh, he was going to fight on the Gordon Ashby card. 
and we had these conversations all the time. You know, I mean, I, you want to talk. I mean, you, you get a guy like Wolfred Benitez in town. He's working out in your gym. He's in, he's in your stable. Okay, he's in the same stable as you. I mean, you want to pump this guy for everything he can. His English was limited, but all he wanted to talk about was sex and girlfriends. The guy had like a one-track mind. And then I realized he didn't have a one-track mind. That's all he had in his mind. That's all he could think about. It was boxing and or girls. There was nothing in between. No education, no life planning, nothing at all. I mean, he couldn't do anything on his own. Couldn't even tie his own shoes, basically. I mean, Benitez was a, was a, was a mark back in 84 for pugilistic dementia. Of course, we had that sparring session, the two of them, at, um, Newman's gym. First one, I was scared to death to throw any punches. Didn't throw too many. Second one, I wasn't all that scared. I did throw punches, and he didn't throw any back. He sort of stayed in the corner, much like he did against, um, uh, God, I can't think of the guy's name, against that Arab guy. But the bottom line is, at the end of the night, Wilfred Benitez is in bad shape right now in Puerto Rico. Of course, really bad shape. Speaking of good shape, let's go on the positive note. Saw some pictures of Roberto Santa Claus Duran for Christmas. Kicking back in Panama City. Of course, they're on lockdown there, down there in Panama, having Roberto having KO'd COVID along with his wife. Of course, that was like a couple of months ago, but he's staying in. He's staying safe. He had a couple of beer bottles next to him, but he had the, the Santa Claus suit going. Just, 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 just Roberto, you know? And, and when I was looking at him at this picture, I said to myself, I was thinking about Benitez. You know how Benitez is basically, and, 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 and the reason why I use this word, and, and I don't like to, 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 to use this word, but the reason why I use it is I can't use another word that, that, that fits it. He's retarded. He, he, that's the best way I could put it. He is severely retarded from boxing. From the pugilist, dementia, call it what you want. Okay, the bottom line is he was sparring with world-class guys at 13 years old. I mean, guys who were going the distance with Roberto Duran, he's sparring in the gym and getting the best of it at 13 and 14 years old. Now, you know that kind of punishment, the residual effects of that, are gonna, they're gonna play hard. And they're gonna play, and they're gonna come true. And there's no doubt about it, that's what we're seeing right now as far as Wilfred Benitez is concerned. Can't take care of himself, can't walk, can't talk, can't do anything. At the end of the day, as I said, a blight on boxing, but you know, his father, Gregorio, and, and I talked with his father a couple of times. His father talks very horrible English, but I talked with his father a couple of times and, and I asked him, I said, do you know, not training him, not having him in shape and then putting him in the Sugar Ray Leonard fight in 1979. I said, you know, all you did was get him down to weight. I said, I wanted to tell the father, you should be arrested for child abuse. I mean, come on, you're training your kid and you only got him in the gym 10 days for a Sugar Ray Leonard fight? 10 days for a Sugar Ray Leonard fight? And you wonder, and your guy goes 15, fight semi-competitive, but Leonard wins going away, no doubt about that as far as the scores are concerned. And of course, then Leonard stops him late in the fight. I mean, but what what was a father thinking? What was Galario thinking putting his kid in the biggest fight of all time against a 1976 Olympic gold medalist, the hottest shot in all of boxing right now? I'm talking about Sugar Ray Leonard. And of course, the rematch Never happened. Why didn't it happen? Benitez fell apart. Went to 154, went to 160. Had a good showing at 154 against Maurice Hope. Knocked him out with one punch, knocked his tooth out as well. But outside of that, he never shined again in the world of professional boxing. And then, of course, the 80s, he came here to San Francisco. After that, he had a few more fights. He even lost to our own Pat Lawler. Of course, Pat Lawler, the overachiever that he is. Pat Lawler beat Wilfredo ben Wilfred Benitez, Roberto Duran, and Rene Arandondo. Three world champions. Of course, he beat them way past their peak. But he still beat him. So knock Pat Lawler if you want. I mean, you know, he may be not the most reliable guy in the world if you want him for an event. But the bottom line is he beat three Hall of Famers. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide.
The number one gift in this stressful year, relaxation. From Homedics, now at up to 30% off. Soothing stress for over 35 years, Homedics is the top home massage products brand with gifts for every aching muscle on your list. With select items up to 30% off and free shipping on orders over $50, holiday supplies won't last. Shop now at homedics.com. The perfectly relaxing, perfectly giftable gift is at homedics.com and major retailers everywhere. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? No, nothing? This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health Health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Mike Tyson's fighting again. You interested in coming back to fight Mike Tyson, maybe? Yeah, I love to fight him, man. I can take him now, Pedro. You can take him whatever. Why would you say you can take him now? What's the difference between now and well, 1986? Well, because he's old and I'm so fat. I need to give me, give me two months, at least eight to ten weeks to train for him. I can, uh, my boxing skills are better than his. Now, more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. It must really suck to be that dumb. That was Jay Jaco talking about Mike Tyson. Of course, he fought Mike Tyson, Jay Jaco, all over the world. He had a book called Pugilistic Spontaneous, or Spontaneous Pugilistic, something like that. Bottom line is, he's got a book out as he's been all over the world. He was with me in China. Great guy, David Jaco. Maybe we'll have him on the show in the near future. Pound for pound, the world of boxing. We talked about Alvarez being number one. Heavyweights, 
No question about that. Tyson Fury 30 and zip, of course, that one draw to Deontay Wilder. Of course, he erased that in the rematch when he obliterated, when he knocked out, when he destroyed, when he took away the heart. When he, I mean, what, what, what more could he do to Deontay Wilder in that second fight that he, that he could, that he did? I mean, come on. He, he, did, he, I mean, he ran him out of town. Essentially ran him out of town. Earl Spence, of course, coming in number third as far as the box rec, top 10 pound for pound. And I got a problem with that. Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford, why don't you just go back to lightweight? There's a lot of money at lightweight. Go back to 140 pounds. You want to go down to 140 pounds. You want to fight Manny Pacquiao? Go down to 140 pounds. Of course, Deontay Wilder, the aforementioned Deontay Wilder, having lost that one fight, 42 and 1. But when you look at that 42 guys that he fought, 38 guys are 38 guys like me. Okay, for the most part, he bought a lot of, you know, a lot of hobos, a lot of stiff. So 42 and 1, not really. That one draw, of course, with Tyson Fury and the one loss to Tyson Fury as well. Joshua, as we talked about earlier, the bad chin, 24 and 1. I expect him to get knocked out again. Manny Pacquiao, 41 years old. They, 42 years old. Now at welterweight. Holy cow, 42 years old at welterweight. I want him to drop down to 140 because I think that would be his best weight at this time. Of course, he wants to have two fights in 2021. Where he's going to have these fights, we don't know, but he is still the biggest attraction and one of the the biggest attractions in boxing outside of Canelo. Gennady Golovkin and Triple G coming off that win, of course, a week ago. Looking pretty good now. We'll see 40, 41 and 1. And with that one draw, the one loss and the one draw to the same, of course, Canelo Alvarez. Um, do I think Gennady Golovkin is going to be able to beat Canelo Alvarez if they fight again? Nah, he's probably going to get stopped this time. I mean, he's older, he's slower. His body looked good. Physically, he looked fantastic. I mean, for 38 years old, but I just don't think he's going to be going places. How about Alexander Povetkin? Having knocked out, I mean, come on, you got to give Vivekan some props. I mean, the guy goes into a fight, he's, he's a decided underdog. Dillian White's supposed to come in, he's supposed to, he's the, the promoter's guy. Barry Hearns, like, got him in pimp jackets and all this kind of good stuff, limos, all that kind of good stuff. And what happens? He knocks him out with one punch, slips in an uppercut. Boom! Knocks him cold. Of course, that was in August, August 22nd, across the pond in the UK. Now, they were supposed to have the rematch. Povetkin tested positive for the COVID virus, so that fight is on hold maybe until late January. But you got to give Povetkin some credit. That was the punch of the year, I think, without a doubt, as far as the world of professional boxing. And we rank him number nine, as does BoxRec, in the pound-for-pound rankings. Now, of course, the number 10 guy. They rank him number 10, but I think he's a lot higher than that. I think he's probably one of the pound-for-pound kings. I'm talking about Teofimo Lopez. How can I say that? 16 fights. Kid from Brooklyn, New York. Of course, the takeover. Because he is the takeover. The takeover has taken place. It took over. When he gangster slapped, I wanted to use the B word, but when he gangster slapped Vasil Lomachenko, I mean, he ran him out of town. He won the first seven rounds. I mean, you want to do simple math, the fight's over with. It's a 12-round fight. You win more than six, guess what? You've won. So he won the fight already on points. All he did was not get knocked out for the last five rounds. He did that. I mean, he won, uh, maybe, maybe Vasil Lomachenko maybe won four of the last five rounds. And I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt there, maybe in one of those two of those rounds. You know, I mean, come on. He didn't win. So him bitching all this, this, uh, this poop, this crap on the web this week, you know, where he wants the rematch. He wants, listen, you didn't, you didn't respect the kid from Brooklyn to begin with. Of course, his people are from Honduras. But you didn't respect him to begin with. You didn't put a rematch clause in the contract, and I think that was purposely put uh, not put there by promoter Bob Arum because I think Bob Arum just wanted you out of the picture. I mean, Vasilo Mancheco, as good a fighter as he is, he doesn't make money. And what I mean by that is he doesn't turn a pay-per-view crank. Nobody wants to tune in to watch Lomachenko on pay-per-view. You can't tell me he can sell. He just doesn't. He can't. He hasn't in the past. He won't in the future. Why? He's not American, and he's not really all that exciting per se. I mean, he chips away at people, and he beats a lot of people, and makes people quit. But 
not in an exciting fashion. I think that Teofimo Lopez, the, the takeover per se, just exposed him for what he was. A 32-year-old guy that was going on 90. 32 going on 90. I mean, figure this out. 399-1 is an amateur, right? 14-1, and he evidently uh, erased that one loss. And then he came back as a pro, and he was like 14-1-1. and And then, of course, he comes back and... And he gets lit up like the White House Christmas tree in a fight that he's not supposed to. And people are saying, oh, oh, he was injured. Man, I don't want to hear that injury kind of stuff. Lopez had a couple of injuries, I think a knee and a hand. So, I mean, there were some bad injuries going into, their, into that fight for the Tiafimo camp. In fact, they thought about pulling out of it, but they couldn't. They realized this was their moment, their moment to shine in the sun. And guess what? They did. As far as the rest, top, the, the rest of the top 20 is concerned, um, of course, Spence looking to fight with Crawford. Crawford and Spence talking about money. Crawford says uh, Spence has got to take 40%. Spence says Crawford's got to take 40%, so they're probably going to do 50-50 on that. And uh, the, 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 uh, the wild card there, though, is going to be Sean Porter. Sean Porter, of course, the former WBC title holder, and he's a good fighter. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he was, you know, 31-3 and three with a draw. He's ugly. He doesn't fight pretty. I mean, he just brings it and 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 brings it some more, okay? So at the end of the day, Sean Porter is a worthy, worthy opponent. Sean Porter, I think, can beat either uh, Spence or Terrence Crawford. Spence now, of course, coming off that win a couple of weeks ago against Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia just wasn't the test. Danny didn't step in. Danny never stepped up. Danny just sat there and said, I'm going to go 12 rounds, Dad, okay? I mean, and, and Dad said, okay, Danny, go 12 rounds. Because that's all he did was want to go 12 rounds. I mean, he never, he never initiated, he never took, he never stepped across the line. You know, there's this, there's this line in boxing, and whether it's, it's in different parts of the ring, but you have to step across that line in order to win the fight. You have to, you have to initiate things. You have to get into it. Danny never got into it. All Danny was looking for was not get hurt. And go 12 rounds and get paid. Of course, at the end of the night, he did so, and I think he should never fight again. Why do I say that? His heart's not there. I mean, give it, give it up, man. Just give it up. Give it up. Of course, another guy that should give it up, Mikey Garcia, fighting at 147. Come on, man. You're like a lightweight. I don't get that. Why do you want to fight at 147? Because at the end of the day, you know, the residual effects of fighting bigger guys with smaller gloves, it'll, it'll come back and pay. it'll come back and pay. It comes back and pays through a lot of guys. Wilfred Benitez, think about him. Anyway, going, going through the rest of the top 20 as far as pound for pound is concerned, the guy that stands out, WBA 130-pound champion and WBA 135-pound champion, Gervonta Davis. Of course, they call him the tank. He's got a bit of an attitude as far as he his, his outside of the ring attitudes are concerned. But, you know, who cares? The guy doesn't have to be a, a, a choir boy in order to get things done. I think he's a good fighter. I think he's got good skills. And, of course, him coming off that, that knockout win a fortnight ago. I mean, what can you say about his performance that, that wasn't spectacular? I mean, you know, I mean, because... There's no doubt about it. I mean, Mr. Cruz came to fight. Leo Santa Cruz came to fight. He's a game dude, a former champ, a current champion at 130, took the title from him at 130. Of course, the referee, Rafael Ramos, stopped that fight right at the right time because there was no doubt about it. Because there's no, I mean, when you're a loser, you're a loser. Before that, he stopped Yuri Gamboa. And of course, Gamboa coming off the fight recently with Devin Haney. Devin Haney, of course, he's San Francisco lightweight that says he needs millions of dollars to fight Teofimo Lopez. Lopez says he wants $5 million to fight Devin Haney. They shouldn't even fight. Devin Haney is not in that league yet. 24-0, yeah, he's got the WBC title. But like Teofimo said and, and Socrates Palmer have said in the past, of course, he's really like the, the Internet, the email champion. This was the email champion. Anyway, the guys who want to look at, 100, at 135 are Davis, obviously, my man, Ryan Garcia. And people say to me, Pedro, 
Come on, man. You're going off on Ryan Garcia. Well, you know, I'm a little bit smarter than some people, and I see talent there. I see boxing talent there. I just don't see some – I don't see some guy that's – how can I put this – Um, just a pretty face. No, he's not. You can't knock people out with one punch the way he does, the way he does and be like, you know – not the real deal. They call him King Rye. What's he now? 20 no. Didn't have that good of an amateur record. Lost one more fight than I did, though, as an amateur. I think he was like 20 and 15. I think I was 38 and 14. Um, but he's 20 and 0 now. 17 kills, of course. Going to take on Luke Campbell. And what's funny is that Aaron was talking about Luke Campbell possibly beating Ryan Garcia. And, of course, him wanting Teofimo Lopez to fight Luke Campbell after this. Bob, you're dreaming. Okay, it ain't going to happen. This isn't going to happen. But Campbell comes into this fight, no doubt about that, a live foe at 20 and 3. He went the distance with Lomachenko, but I'm telling you, this kid's for real. I mean, yeah, he's been roughed up in sparring. We saw him get punked out by Roly uh, Romero down there, of course, in, in the Mayweather gym in Las Vegas. But I'm telling you, I think this guy, I think he's a real deal. People say to me, he's just some Internet bot. I don't think he is an internet bot. You want to talk about internet bots? Look at Devin Haney, 25 and 0. And what did he went? We went 12 rounds with Yuri Gambo, who everybody else had knocked out, who everybody else had just, I mean, the shop worn for him in Cuba. When's the Cuban? Like the 76 Olympics? No, not quite back that far, but the bottom line is he is an old man. Let's go to some of the emails. Of course, coming here via the text. Hmm. Hmm. Who's the best referee? There, there, I don't think any referees stand out. There's one referee, I can't remember his name right now, and it just slips my mind, but he's in that Las Vegas crew. He's a black guy, and he was part of, uh, with Richard, uh, Richard Steele and all those guys. He's part of the school, the school there. Can't remember his name right now, but he's probably the best referee. As far as judges are concerned, and people say to me that, that judging, uh, the judging of Julie Letterman in the Vasil Lomachenko Teofimo Lopez fight was an indictment of her ability to score. I didn't think so. She had 11 to 1. I had it 9 to 3. What's the difference? Two rounds? Come on, two rounds? I mean, you see things differently in two rounds. The bottom line is that was a rout going away. And for you people who still moan and bitch about that fight, all I can say is live with it. Get over with it. The bottom line is it's done. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Check it. You're live. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, MMA, of course. Ryan Garcia and... King uh, and, Luke, and, and Luke Campbell going to go. They're going to go on the zone. This is going to be January 2nd. That's no, really the next big fight, the only big fight that's on the calendar as far as I'm concerned. The rest of the boxing calendar sort of looks a little, a little bit ho-hum. And if you think the boxing calendar looks ho-hum, you, look at, you should look at the UFC schedule. There's nothing on it. I mean, they've got Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor in some type of rematch going down in a couple of weeks. But outside of that, they have nothing on the agenda, nothing on the schedule. They're going to do things in, in Dubai again. Of course, they can get away with things over there as far as uh, – um, uh, everything. I mean, it's Dana's, it's Dana's game. I mean, listen, anything outside of the Nevada State Athletic Commission, I mean, and they sort of keep a close eye on Dana, but outside of those guys, man, the rest of the athletic commissions, Dana just runs roughshod over them. He does. Look what he did in Florida. I mean, he was opening up events and having events open to the public and said that the UFC was like a, a necessary, uh, like, like a store or like an emergency hospital. You had to have the UFC during that pandemic. Of course, the, the governor on there, Governor DeSantis, Ron DeSantis said that the UFC See, was you know it was a, it had to happen. Yeah, okay, and the WWE as well. Why? Because they contribute to his properties and to his campaigns. Probably you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Do I think that that uh, that Campbell will get knocked out next week? Yes, I think that Luke Campbell will not go the twelve round distance. In fact, I will say it boldly right here on the air: um, if Luke Campbell wins this fight, I will eat an eight by ten inch piece of paper on the air. I haven't said that in many many years, but I will do so. If Luke Campbell beats Ryan Garcia. I will eat an 8 by 10 inch piece of paper on the air. Something I've never done in 38 years. I came close when Jeannie Williams, of course, gave Holyfield that draw with Riddick Bowe. 
uh, no, yeah, with Lennox Lewis. But outside of that, you know, pretty good. So I'm putting the paper on the line. I'll eat an eight by ten inch piece of paper if Luke Campbell can beat Ryan Garcia June the second, January the second, of course, on the Zone. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. Matthew. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey. Want a drink? No, thanks. I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. 
For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Just what do you think of him as a fighter, huh? His footwork's lousy. He can't count a punch. His timing stinks. And he doesn't breathe properly. But you'll like him as a person. He has a nice smile. The guitar of the great Jeff Tamalier, Pittsburgh, California. Pleasant Hill, California. My man Jeff, of course, formerly with Tower Power, Jefferson and Starship, Jefferson Airplane. Bottom line is Jeff's been around. That guitar kicks ass. You are tuned to, I call him the Hendrix of Funk. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Hour number two upcoming on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 217, and like a thousand other internet platforms. You might be listening to the show. You might be listening to the show, of course, in delayed as far as a podcast is concerned. Of course, the podcasts are at iTunes, and they're all over the world, but the bottom line is they're also at Anchor.fm. In fact, you can catch the latest Larry Merchant, Nothing But Larry, Nothing But Larry segment, so they are at Anchor.fm, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it out. Also, the Sock Fest. I don't know where they call them Sock Fest or Sock Cast. I'm talking about Socrates Palmer, of course. Boxing's PhD. We go into depth each and every Saturday. But I don't know where I'm cutting out his segments and putting them as far as a podcast. And I don't know whether to call them a Sock Cast or a Sock, you know, bottom line is, or a Sock Fest. But the bottom line is, we're having fun with Socrates Palmer. Boxing's true PhD, of course. He is available at Anchor.fm as well. The Ring Talk Live Worldwide Checklist, of course. Hour number two. Was going to depth with Don King. Don King, of course, talking about the holidays a few years back when he was doing interviews quite regularly. Of course, we used to talk on the phone, I won't say weekly, but bi-weekly, a couple of times a month, things like that. And then a few months ago, we started dropping off as far as the phone calls were concerned. And then people were telling me that his health is starting to suffer. And then I talked to him a couple of times, and he told me one time, well, young man, I'm I'm playing a good game with a short stick, which sort of told me that he he thought he was dying, but he was trying to get – get by it the best he could. I didn't know how to take that. But at the end of the day, he's like 88, 89 years old. He didn't take care of himself. Not like Bob Arum. I mean, he didn't smoke weed and kick, take care of himself all his life. <laughs> Don King drank whiskey uh, all day long. I mean, sometimes he would like sleep two hours. And keep you he would put me to bed, or I would go to bed at the MGM Grand working like the Tyson uh, Bruno fight, Tyson Frank Bruno fight back at the MGM Grand, the Mandalay Bay in those days. I'd go to bed like it, I don't know. 2 o'clock, 2.30 in the morning, and he there'd be messages on my phone at 4.30 in the morning. In other words, he'd get two hours sleep, and two hours later, he'd call him, come on, we're going to do this with Switzerland. Get down there. We need to do this with Italy, blah, blah, blah. Bottom line is, Don King is an emotional guy, but he is the hardest working man in show business, no doubt about that. So we talk about Don King with Sammy the Bull Gravano and the mafia hit on Don King and hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide next. After the news, Don King, the mafia, and more. After the news on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. USA Radio News. I'm Jeremy Scott. A random shooting inside a bowling alley in Rockford, Illinois last night killed three people and wounded three more. Police said today that behind the trigger was a serviceman on active duty in the U.S. Army. The suspect that was taken into custody has been identified as 37-year-old Duke Webb. Mr. Webb is a resident of the state of Florida. He is a current active military member, and we are in contact with the U.S. Army 
regarding his military status. Rockford Police Chief Dan O'Shea says the upstairs bar was operating within COVID restrictions with a limited number of people. Federal agents have raided the home of 63-year-old Anthony Quinn Warner, a person of interest in the Christmas morning bombing in downtown Nashville that injured three people, damaged dozens of buildings, and set cars and property ablaze. Investigators are looking into reports that he was paranoid with 5G. This is USA Radio News. Here's a great thing to consider doing right now before the end of the year. Call MediShare and find out just how much you would save by switching to MediShare, the affordable alternative to health insurance. When you call, you'll get some good news and probably be very happily surprised, too. The typical family saves $500 a month, but you might save even more. It's so worth it to at least find out. And you'll see why more than 400,000 people are already members. MediShare is a Christian community that's shared more than $4 billion in each other's health care costs. It really is remarkable, and they're very easy to talk to. And here's the thing. If you join before the end of the year, they'll waive your new member fee. That's another $170 you'll save. I'll give you the number here in a second. The call, and you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline is December 31st, so call now. You'll save even more. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. 63,000 Americans have died from COVID-19 this month alone, making December the nation's deadliest month of the pandemic. Surgeon General Jerome Adams tells ABC's This Week they're concerned about another spike. We're very concerned, and we always see a little bit of a bump after holidays and sometimes a large bump. Russian President Vladimir Putin says he will get the coronavirus vaccine. Putin earlier suggested there was no reason for him to be vaccinated. State media reports that the 68-year-old made the decision and was waiting until all the formalities are completed. The Prime Minister of the Czech Republic became the first person in the country to be vaccinated just a day after the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine, which arrived from the European Union. Germany, France and Italy also began inoculations today. Hungary and Slovakia did so on Saturday. Australian golf legend Greg Norman is back at home. He was admitted to a hospital in Florida on Christmas Day with symptoms of COVID-19. This is USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here are some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. The spy scandal involving Congressman Eric Swalwell remains front and center. USA Radio's Dan Naraki reports. Questions about California Congressman Eric Swalwell and his involvement with an alleged Chinese spy continue to swirl, along with calls for his removal from the House Intelligence Committee. Congressman Brad Wenstrup is also asking if House Speaker Nancy Pelosi knew about Swalwell's past relationship with the Chinese national when she named him to that committee. The Ohio Republican tells Fox News that he has questions for the FBI as well. Of course we want to know what Pelosi knew and when, and want to know why she would choose to put him on this committee when she's got hundreds of people to choose from. A lot of people want to get on this committee. It seems to me that he should be disregarded from the beginning because of this past, if she knew about it. Same, same with Adam Schiff knowing about it. But beyond that, I also have some concerns with the FBI. If the FBI went to Eric Swalwell and told him about this, 
and knew of this woman, why was she never arrested? And why did the FBI basically just sweep this under the carpet? From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. The first cases of the new variant of coronavirus have been detected in Portugal. Health officials say the strain is linked to a rapid rise in infections in Britain. It was detected on an island and travelers who arrived from the United Kingdom. Portugal last week closed its borders to travelers from the U.K. Also, Japan has banned all foreign nationals who are not residents of Japan from entering the country starting Monday. For USA Radio News. Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. But he has a shock in store for him. He has two great chances, Slim and none, and Slim's out of town. Pedro Fernandez. I wanted to do the right thing. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, live emanating from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. Check it! This is Ring Talk. Often imitated but never duplicated. 37, make that 38 plus years now. I'm knocking out all bums. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your modest host. Of course, I'm also an award-winning writer. Won a few awards for my writing as well as a four-time Golden Glove champion. And back in the days when boxing was hot, the Golden Gloves were hot. Of course, boxing... Not the hottest sport in the world as far as the United States is concerned. Why is that? Because there's too many guys here playing internet games. Too many guys here like doing, doing, doing stuff with their phones and this kind of stuff. They don't get out and do anything physical anymore. In fact, you gotta look to poor countries as far as boxing is concerned. You wanna talk about boxers coming out of the rough? You're still looking at Mexico. You're still looking at, of course, the USSR, the former Soviet Union. I mean, look at all the fighters coming across there. Sergey Kovalev, Gennady Golovkin, of course, the Klitschko brothers. I can go on and on. The bottom line is, American boxing is not what it used to be. But in this segment of Ring Talk, in this edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, I'm going to give you an inside look into some other spots of boxing that you might not know about. How about the Mafia taking a hit out on Don King? Sammy the Bull Gravano. Remember him? John Gotti's right-hand man, the guy that killed, like, better than 20 people. Yeah, well, he talks about killing Don King. We'll get to that in segment two. Of course, later in the show, we'll hear from the king himself, Don King, the wire-haired wonder, 89 years old now, talking Christmas. You are tuned to Ring Talk 
live worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and the brand new Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel, Channel 217. This is Ring Talk. an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. It's time to play Vomit or No Vomit, brought to you by Nauzine. Lisa, you're bloated from binging on cookies, cheese dip, chips, and a ham dinner. Meat sweats are made worse by the sounds of ripping Christmas paper and the shrieks of children. Do you, A, vomit, B, swig the pink stuff, C, take fast-acting Nauzine. I take Nauzine. Correct. Nauzine's four-minute formula quickly relieves stomach discomfort from overindulging. Get fast-acting Nauzine now. Available in stores everywhere. Use only as directed. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. What you see is what you get. Donald King, born August 20th, 1931. Of course, American boxing promoter. Born in Cleveland, Ohio. 
went to John Adams High School, graduated in 1951. Pretty good student, dropped out of Kent State University. Before the Kent State shootings, obviously. Uh, but, uh, but he dropped out of Kent State University, of course, and started an illegal gambling club in the basement of a, uh, a record store. And the bottom line is he was semi-successful in Cleveland, became the number one bookie, the number one numbers guy in the whole nine yards. And people say to me, what is the numbers, Pedro? Well, the numbers are sort of like an illegal lottery. What I mean by that is you, the, the numbers will be like the first four races at Hollywood Park. In other words, Hollywood Park being that horse track down there, uh, the race, horse racing track down there in Southern California, L.A. In other words, like if number one won the first race and number two won the second race, and number three won the third race, and number four won the, the fourth race, you had one, two, three, four, you'd win the numbers for that day. So that's sort of like the illegal lottery that Don King made a zillion dollars off of. Of course, then he took his money, invested it in the sport of boxing, but didn't really invest his money per se. What he did was he got a couple of guys to get together and put the Muhammad Ali in a boxing exhibition for a hospital. And they put this hospital, a boxing exhibition together. And of course, then, you know, Muhammad was, Muhammad was an easy con. I mean, not, not because I knew him or because I was able to con him or anything like that, but guys that I know were able to get over him. Don King got over on Muhammad Ali more than once. In fact, I think he got over him for better than two and a half or three million dollars for the Larry Holmes fight, of course, the slaughter, October 2nd, 1980, in Caesar's Palace, in which Ali was, was humiliated and pummeled for 10 rounds before Angelo Dundee said he had enough and wouldn't let Ali come out for the 11th round. But Ali was supposed to get $8 million for that fight. He got $4 million, and then he told me, ah, maybe he didn't get the whole $4 million. So he didn't get paid on that one. Of course, Don King, known for not paying people, much like Donald Trump, of course, his political uh, compatriot, of course, both of those guys have been sued and sued and sued and sued and sued, and they've won some and lost a whole lot more than they won. But when you look at Don King's career, I mean, Muhammad Ali, of course, he started off with Ali and Foreman. He did the first fight ever. He went to the jungle. He got these guys. He got the president of Zaire, a president of Mubutu, to invest $6 million in this fight. And Mubutu was convinced that Don King would turn his country into like Disneyland and people wanted the French Riviera and that people want to go over to Zaire, Africa because it was such a vacation hotspot and it was just a place in the jungle. Nobody wanted to go there. So anyway, they set up this fight. Ali and Foreman, of course, Ali and Foreman, he get down the rumble in the jungle. Don King uses none of his own money. He gets other people's money to do this. He's basically broke going into this. I mean, he's got a couple of bucks getting out of jail in the early 70s, 73, 74, but not a lot of money. So he's using other people's money, something he did real well. So he puts together this deal. Ali and Foreman in the jungle, they're both getting a couple and a half. I think they're both guaranteed two and a half million dollars each, something like that. But he got Mobutu to put up the six million bucks. Of course, that bankrupt the country. Uh, the country was never the same after that. Now I think it's known as the African Congo, but it was formerly Zaire. Anyway, they put together this fight. Ali, Foreman, the rumble in the jungle, the biggest fight of all time. Muhammad Ali is going to get destroyed. I mean, I remember watching that fight and Ali going to the ring saying to myself, I didn't pray or anything like that. I said to myself, you just sort of like shake your head and like you hope, hope for the best and expect the worst. And then here's Ali like taking George Foreman to school and eating up all those big punches and all this kind of stuff. I'm saying to myself, this is not going the way I thought it was going. I mean, you want Ali to win. I wanted Ali to win, but I didn't think he was going to be able to win against George Foreman. I just didn't think so. Of course, after eight rounds, George Foreman was no longer the heavyweight champion of the world. Muhammad Ali was. History was made. He was champion once again. And who was at his side? Don King. Promoter Don King. Of course, from that point forward, Don has been a mainstay in the world of professional boxing, a mainstay in the world at large. Of course, a media giant, an icon, call him what you want. But it was one point in time where Don King stepped across the line. 
and he messed with a dude he shouldn't have messed with. I'm talking about John Gotti. Remember John Gotti? He's dead now, but he was like the the uh, the Teflon Don, they called him out in New York City. Of course, he beat all those trials. He would go to jail on, I mean, he would go to go to court on murder charges and robbery charges and racketeering charges, and he would beat them all. That's why they called him the Teflon Don, until they rolled him up on a bug. Once they bugged that place above his uh his little uh, athletic club there, his little social club there. Once they bugged that place, he was done. But the bottom line is, John Gotti had a right hand by the name of Sammy the Bull Gravano. Now, the Bull Gravano, of course, was put in a position where he was either going to be killed or he had to rat on John Gotti. So John Gotti, John Gotti put a word out to kill Sammy Gravano because he thought Sammy was bad on him. Sammy said, you know what? I'm not going to jail for you. I'm not getting killed. The bottom line was Sammy turned government witness. At one point in time, Sammy and Don King had a relationship. What was the relationship like? Let's hear it from Sammy. Boxing, gambling. Did you guys ever do anything with Don King? Any contacts with Don King? Yes. I went in front of a grand jury. I was I was subpoenaed in front of a grand jury for boxing. When I was there, I was out with John Gotti. Mike Tyson was was the. <laughs> now I had another guy, and I can't think of his name. I knew the trainer. And I knew the black guy, I was training in the gym with him occasionally. He was a tough fighter, and he was a little bit over the hill. So I thought of a thing to set up a fight. I wanted him, and someday I'll get the name, I can't remember right now. But I'll get him to fight the champ in Italy. The champ in Italy was with two brothers who were both made guys in the mob. So I'm reaching them through the Italian people. I want this guy to come in and fight my guy, the black guy. And my guy will win, so he gets your belt. So if he wins and he has your belt, I want to hook up a fight with Mike Tyson, and I want big money because it's a championship. He's got a belt, you got a belt. The numbers are bigger. We know that Mike could probably beat you. Now, if the people around Mike want to make him duck a fight, I don't think he would do that. But then it's another story. But we never got that far. The Italian guy had to come here and fight a lesser opponent first before he fought my guy. And he lost to, to that guy. So now the thing is off. But in the process of all of this, John knows what's going on. I have a guy, a street guy, can't even think of his name. But he's going to Don King talking about a potential fight. He's not having a lot of luck. Don King stands up. He don't want it, no part of this thing. He mentions John Gotti, this, that. I'm a, I'm, I'm a tough guy. I went to jail for this and that. And John, I'm not doing any of that bullshit. So the kid comes back and tells me. So I said, John, forget the whole thing now. It ain't going to work. He, he won't do it. Don King won't do what we want. Did you tell him to mention my name? Yeah, I did. He, he don't want to be bothered. He said he's a tough guy. He did time. Really? Yeah. Tell the kid to go back, make another appointment, and kill him. Do you want me to kill Don King? No, not you. The kid, this guy. You want me to tell this kid to go back and kill Don King? Yeah, well, hit him with a proposal. If he says no, take a gun out and shoot him. All right. That's what you want? Yeah. All right. I grabbed the kid. <laughs> he was in the kid. He's a guy, you know, who's tough. Listen, you're going to go, you're going to hit him with this proposal. If he says no and gives you that shit, I'm a tough guy. Take the gun out and shoot him. Shoot him right in the head. Kill him. You want me to kill Don King? I said, it's not me. John wants you to kill him. 
What do you want me to tell you? You got to kill him. He took off. The kid took off. I'd never seen hide hair of him again. He must have left the country. I don't know where the f*** he went. He took off. So we never went after Don King because I, I didn't want I'm definitely not going after him because this is insane now. We're hitting the guy because he don't want to do a deal. <laughs> we'll be hitting guys every other week. Sammy the Bull Gravano talking about the hit on Don King. Yeah, they put a hit on him, man. The guy says, oh, I'm not going to do it. I couldn't, couldn't blame him. But the bottom line is Don King. Don King came, of course, probably it was probably more closer, closer times for Don in his life as far as his confronting death was concerned. I'm not talking health-wise. I'm talking about in the street. Of course, in 1967, he stomped a guy to death by the name of Sam Garrett. Sam owed him some money, I think $600 in a numbers racket, and Don was stomping on him. And the guy says, the first, the last thing the guy says to him before Don gives him that final stomp was, Don, I'll pay you the money. And here come the cops running, and Don kicks him that one final time in the head and, and killed him. Of course, that's what Don King went to jail for. And of course, uh, a few years later, he was pardoned, and he spent three years and 11 months in prison for that. And 1983, he was eventually pardoned by then Ohio Governor James A. Rhodes. So that wasn't the only guy he killed. In 1954, Don King shot a guy in the back. I kid you not. The guy robbed his little numbers racket. You know, like Don's got this gambling racket going on. I said in the basement of that record store there in Cleveland, Ohio. And some guy comes in and robs him. And the guy turns around. Don't turn your back on Don King. Not with a gun. He turned his back on Don King. Got shot in the back. Of course, said Don killed him. So they charged him with a, they were going to charge him initially with homicide and or manslaughter, but decided, nah, nah, we're not going to do that. But anyway, he's been caught, he's been charged with killing two people. And of course, there's other people that he said he's killed financially. But at the end of the day, he's 89 years old. He's still rocking and rolling. He's still like the king of promotion as far as old school boxing is concerned. In fact, some of these guys here in the current era could learn a thing or two from Don King. We'll go with Don King Christmas at about 40 minutes past the hour. Of course, him, him giving you his holiday wishes. Before that, we're talking boxing and mixed martial arts on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. 
I just want to tell them it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Cut off, Holly. And now it's a shot of the and good morning by Shimano. 
And Ali now trying to win it back with that strong left hand. Ali allowed himself to be back into the corner. Chabala said anytime he goes into a rope or into a corner, I'll be there. So here I am at the International Boxing Hall of Fame, upstate New York, with George Chavalo. He's like 300 pounds at this point in time. He's fat. He's fat as a pig. Not anymore. He's slim and trim now, but this is like 15, 20 years ago, maybe longer than that, early 90s. And he orders five orders of shrimp. In other words, a shrimp, shrimp, each order is like 20 shrimp, okay? And he orders like 100 shrimp. And I'm blown away by this guy's going to eat all this food for him. I've never seen anybody eat like that. He was like a professional eater. Anyway, the bottom line is at the end of the night, uh, he ate a lot of shrimp, told some good stories. 73 and 18 is a pro. Two draws, only was stopped two times by George Foreman and Joe Frazier. Of course, the two fights with Ali, the first fight in 1966. The fight you heard was from 1972. Of course, Ali winning the distance distance fights both times. And, you know, when I talked to George, and and he and I sat down a couple of times, not outside of Canada. I um, mean, it's fun to have. Anytime you go to Canada, you got to go why? If you go to Montreal or anything like that, if you go to Canada, you got to try to hook up with some of these Canadian icons. And of course, George Chavalo, as far as boxing is concerned, nobody suffered more tragedy and triumph at the same time. I mean, he had like, I think, two or two or three of his family members committed suicide. It's just ugly. He was just ugly as hell. But George prevailed, and George came through it. And, you know, George would tell me that, Ali was the greatest athlete he ever faced in his life, the greatest person he ever faced. And I know what he felt. I know what he meant because, you know, I think John, Johnny Sig said or somebody said, it may who it was, but when Ali touches you or when you spend time with Ali, he sort of makes you a better person. I mean, you know, sometimes I think about some of the nasty things I want to do to people and this and that. And I remember Ali saying in the background, be cool. Be cool. I mean, if you had a, if Muhammad Ali said be cool to you, you would take things a little cooler than you do. But the two fights with Joe Frazier, of course, the three fights with Joe Frazier for Muhammad Ali, the, the, the punishing third fight, the thrill of Manila in 1975, people say maybe it was the greatest heavyweight fight of all time as far as the championship was concerned. Of course, the give and take for 14 rounds before Eddie Futch stepped in to stop that fight wouldn't allow Joe to go any further. Um, Eddie and I have talked about that, and like Eddie told Joe, you got nothing to be ashamed of, son. I'm about to stop this fight because you're taking too much of a beating. Of course, my two buddies, Muhammad Ali and Eddie Futch, both in the same paragraph, I'm doing pretty good. And somebody said to me, somebody shot me a text, what is the five-point must system? It's the same thing as a 10-point must system. It's only five points. In other words, five points to the winner, four or less to the loser. In other words, in a 10-point must system, which they use primarily in the sport of boxing nowadays, okay, it's 10 points to the loser, nine or less to the uh, point, 10 points to the winner, nine or less to the loser. And occasionally a round will go 10-10, but for the most part, rounds are 10-9. They use the same scoring uh, in mixed martial arts, per se, it's like effective aggressiveness, you know, effective striking, and, and octagon generalship. In boxing, it's, it's you know, effective aggressiveness, clean punching, ring generalship, and defense. They don't give you too much credit for defense in the world of mixed martial arts. Speaking of MMA, it's dead. Stick a fork in it. I mean, Dana White could talk all the smack that he wants, but unless he's putting on events with good with big stars, people don't give a smack, and he hasn't got any big stars. At the end of the day, I think he's, he, I mean, John Jones isn't campaigning for him. Henry Cejudo decided he was going to retire. I don't hear Amanda Nunes talking about any fights this, this any time real soon. So he really doesn't have any iconic fighters. I mean, he's trying to dig GSP. George St. Pierre is trying to dig him out of retirement to get him to come back to fight somebody. At the end of the day, it ain't happening. 
can't, it ain't happening. Israel Adesanya is the UFC or the MMA fighter of the year. I think you got to give him some props, the welterweight champion. Of course, the guy's beating everybody he was supposed to beat and beating some guys he wasn't supposed to beat. So I guess Israel does deserve that honors. Is Brock Lesnar coming back to MMA? Brock Lesnar is done with MMA. I mean, let Brock do his thing in the world of professional wrestling. That's a tough, you know, people think that's, that's, that's like, like, like for a bunch of wussies in professional wrestling. You know, if you're putting on a good act and you're doing a good job as far as pro wrestling is concerned, you're taking a beating every week. You just are. I mean, it's not, it's not like, you know, I know it's fake fighting and it's, it's, it's choreographed and this and that, but professional wrestling, they take a beating. That's why those guys want to have those light schedules. That's why Brock Lesnar only wants to wrestle once in a while because of the fact that it's just too much wear and tear on the body. I mean, I remember Rowdy Roddy Piper telling me out at the Cow Palace, I said, what's the toughest part about professional wrestling? He said, being on the road. I said, what do you mean being on the road? He goes, it's every day. It's a different city. Every day it's a different city. Every day it's a different world, different hotel room, different food. You can't think he's going. It's hard to keep your life together. And of course, Rowdy Roddy Piper, the rowdy one, uh, Roderick Coombs was his born name, of course, spent some time with me out at the Cow Palace. I remember when I brought some, I brought a couple of kids that were winners of an art contest I did at Bryan Elementary School when I was a San Francisco policeman. We did this art contest in conjunction with KEMO-TV. In fact, James Gabbard was the owner of KEMO-TV 20, and he said to me, you know, I'll sponsor one of your uh, your contests. You want to put this together, this anti-graffiti contest? I did. These two Asian kids won, and we took them out to the Cow Palace for this WWE event, and it was WWF then, and Roddy Roddy Piper volunteered. They sent a word up to the dress room that these two students were downstairs, and they had won these awards, and guess who came down to take a picture with them? Rowdy Roddy Piper and the Road Warriors. I mean, of all, I mean, these kids were like, the kid was shaking. The little kid was shaking. The Road Warriors are like the baddest bad guys in all of wrestling at that point in time. I mean, these guys would scare the snot out of you. I remember when him, uh, the Road Warriors, and did something with, I think, the Sheik out of the Cow Palace. The Sheik got me out of my seat. He came at me one time. I got up and ran. I thought it was for real. The Road Warriors, they were that type of presence. Anyway, the Road Warriors were so cool. They came down. They took pictures with these kids. Rowdy Roddy Piper took pictures with these kids. The kids will never forget it. They've got the Polaroid pictures. I know no doubt about that. And we'll hold on to them for the rest of their life. That was a special night. Roderick Coombs, he was a class act. May he rest in peace. Rowdy Roddy Piper, too much cocaine. That's what ended his life early. That's why we had the heart disease. A lot of these guys, Rick Rude. Ooh, Rick Rude. Somebody asked me the other day, Rick Rude, that was your favorite professional wrestler. Yes, he was my favorite a kayfabe type of guy, but he did something with Viagra. He evidently shot some Viagra, some type of performance-enhancing, you know what, into his actual member down there. And then they had to, the doctors told him they were going to cut it off. I kid you not, they were going to sever his member. And he decided he was going to kill himself, so I think he took that overdose that night of Soma's. When he woke up the next morning, there was no morning to wake up to. He was dead. I'm talking about Rick Rude. That's how Rick Rude died. Rick Rude evidently, um, allegedly, I'll say it allegedly because two guys, although two people have told me, that he shot some, he was shooting Viagra into his actual genitalia. And by doing that with some type of performance-enhancing drug, he got an infection down there and they were going to have to sever his member. I kid you not, I wanted to repeat that because somebody said to me the first time, people aren't going to believe that. Yes, they are. That was the end of Rick Rude. That's why Rick Rude ended up going that night, going home, going to bed in that hotel room, of course, taking those somas and just going off into another world because he didn't want to live without his his biggest thing. And that was his, I mean, that was Rick Rude's, that was Rick Rude's claim to fame. The fact that, you know, he walked into the ring looking like John Holmes, a professional wrestling. Of course, a married guy, a guy that took things seriously, never took off his wedding ring in the, in the, in the professional wrestling ring for the most part. I'm talking about Rick Rude. Of course, died going out the wrong way, baby. 
damn. You don't shoot Viagra anywhere like that. I mean, think about that. Shooting Viagra into... Shooting Viagra. Just think about that. Don King on the other side of the break talking the holidays. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. have valuable collectibles and worry what will happen if they're stolen? Wax Insurance is a mobile app that allows collectors to take care of all their insurance needs. Whether you collect watches, sports memorabilia, wine, fine art, you name it, Wax makes insuring what you care about incredibly easy. To get an immediate quote, download the Wax Insurance app and use promo code INSURE. Then take a picture of your item and provide some basic information. That's it. No extensive paperwork or need for third-party appraisals. Download the Wax Insurance app and use promo code INSURE today. The number one gift in this stressful year, relaxation from Homedics, now at up to 30% off. Soothing stress for over 35 years, Homedics is the top home massage products brand with gifts for every aching muscle on your list. With select items up to 30% off and free shipping on orders over $50, holiday supplies won't last. Shop now at homedics.com. The perfectly relaxing, perfectly giftable gift is at homedics.com and major retailers everywhere. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. 
Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Donnie, very good morning to you, sir. A very good morning to you, Pedro. It's just a delight. First of all, to all your fans and listeners, listeners, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year. Oh, Don, you and I have been doing this a long time together, haven't we? Yes, we have, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and we'll continue to do it, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's, it's a long time to come, you know what I mean? So spiritually, forever. Okay, good enough. Let's get the let's get the negs out of the way. We lost great Peyton Share this year. I mean, that was I know he was ninety years old, but it was a shock to me. I talked to him about ten days, two weeks before, and he was feeling fine. And then, boom, he was gone. Well, you know, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm just so delighted that I had the opportunity to share life with Peyton Share. He just was a, a divine individual and a great, great boxing man. And, Don, you lost one of your right hands from, from Cleveland, didn't you, about a month and a half ago? Yes, we have. I, I lost a, a, a good a woman that was just tremendous, and I'm fighting for women's rights. Her name was Constance Hopper, and she was the editor of one of my newspapers, and, uh, but a lifelong friend, went to school together. So it was just a, 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 one of those things, but I celebrate her life because she was 81 years old, and, and, and she did such a tremendous job fighting for freedom, justice, and equality, for the women as well as the men, for all people. To, it, she symbolized that one land, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And so you, she was a dear friend, and she's gone, but she's on, uh, on the money right now up there, still working and <laughs> priding along to make things happen for a better America. And justice for all, one of your famous quotes, are you surprised that there, that there is so much protest and unrest in here in 2014? It seems like we're in the 60s again, Don. No, 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 I'm not surprised. I can't say that. This is this is this is a, uh, a way of life that has been developed, Pedro. That has got three centuries, four centuries involved in it. And so, what we have to do is the, the the system that permits these type of acts to, to to come about is what we must change. You know, we always to treat the effects. We do not treat the cause. The cause is that we fought for freedom and, and liberty from King George, and then turned around and 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 and, and did the same thing to a class of people. That, uh, that King George was uh, doing to them. The women do not get their rights no matter what they say or do, and the only symbols, Pedro, of slavery was in coinciding with, with the woman and with the people of color. So therefore, they were both considered inferior, they were considered property, and this, is the, this, this residence is still there. And so until we work together, come together, believe in this country and the essence of what it stands for, one land indivisible with liberty and justice for all, we will be all going to be unrest until that time. So let us try to change that thing and make this thing the self-evident truth that all men and women are created equal and then endowed by the, uh, by the, the, uh, the high and force of the Lord with the, with the unalienable rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You know, Don, you know I spent eight years with the San Francisco Police Department, and I know what it's like to get in nasty situations. But the bottom line is I think the, the, the mentality of, of, of policemen across the country was they got away from hiring streetwise guys like me and went to hiring college degree guys where there's only a white and a black and there's no gray area. When in the world of police work and law enforcement, it's all about gray. You know, it's, uh, you're absolutely correct in, in that statement, but you have to understand also that the policemen, before they get to be policemen, they're taught. And they are taught that one class of people is, is inferior to another. It's the same thing that comes up. And so, therefore, when they do get the power and they get a, 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 a position of life and, and, and death in their hands, they forget about what it is and they result to what they've been brought up with all along and throughout their life. 
you got to be able to go to the cause, man, and you got to be able to enlighten people, educate people as to what the effects of life is and how it is and how we all going to live together because we are brothers keeper, whether we want to be or not. And so I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it is, and you, you can see the same thing happening in, the, in, in Nevada and Las, Las Vegas when the corporate people get in. These are kids that have been grown up and they learn uh, uh, accountability and responsibility but they don't have no gray area in there. If it ain't dotted on the, on, on, on the adding machine, it don't add up. You know what I mean? But you've got to be able to deal with people and respect their culture, their background, their upbringing. Then you can try to find a way to means to change things that could not be changed if you're just going to go over it and make it hammer and nail, black and white, hit me on the head. But what, what hurts us in the police department is that they can do it with impunity. You know what I mean? It, 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 there's no consequences. So this is what you got to understand. We cannot have that power of life and death. That is supposed to be only endowed to our maker, our creator, our Lord and Savior. The great Don King. What more can I say? Don, now you're coming back into the, uh, the, uh, the spectrum as far as the heavyweight division is concerned with the heavyweight champion. Of course, we're talking about Berman Stavern. How's he doing these days? Well, what's life treating him? How's life treating him? Is he happy being champion? Does he feel like he's... Yes, you know what? He's a great guy. You know, he's a great guy. You know, he's got to be able to work hard and dedicate himself. He's coming from the struggle, as Frederick Douglass would say, without struggle, there's no progress. You mean, you must be able to deal with what is real, and he's going he's gonna to be a people's champion. I'm looking forward to great things from him. Uh, so I'm going to help him in the way, every way that I can. And the heavyweight boxing is a return to glory of America. And it, it, it makes me feel good to be part and parcel of the heavyweight championship match in uh, May 10th at USC. And now a heavyweight championship match will be in Las Vegas, the capital of boxing, at the MGM Grand under the auspices of Richard Sturm, uh, the president of entertainment, who is doing a remarkable job. And you have to give credit to this guy named Steven Espinosa, who got this job was dropped in his lap and, and with the exile of uh, 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 Ken, and now Steven Espinosa is doing a remarkable job of putting this thing together and bringing the old glory back to this great nation of America. So I'm looking forward to that fight with great anticipation. I want all your fans to reach out and touch a friend. Tell them about it. Be there. If you can't be there live and on the scene, then check it out on the screen on Showtime. It's going to be a fabulous, fabulous evening of boxing with the uh, with with, with Bermain, Sturmain, and and Deontay Warrior. It did Wilder, I should say, and he's got 32 wins, 32 knockouts. That's a that's a perfect record, you know what I mean, for whatever he was doing and whoever he was fighting. And so Bermain has come from the struggle himself, you know, and he is the champion of the world, the heavyweight champion of the world. Now he got to, you know, you got to imitate and emulate uh, the Mike Tyson's and the. Uh, Holyfield and the great inimitable Ali. Okay. I watch, you know, Styles make fights, and the young man fights with a low left hand. I don't, I don't know if that's the greatest way to fight a guy that's six foot seven. I guess he's going to adapt to the opponent, won't he? Well, you know what? The, the strategy is going it remains with them and how they do. Uh, I agree. Larry Holmes is uh, one of the greatest champions of all times, and Larry Holmes also uh, set on that point, you know what I mean, to lift that, <laughs> lift that, that, uh, that left hand up, you know, to make certain that you don't get hit with that right hand. And so it's going to be an uh, interesting fight, and that's that button brought to his attention. So I think he'll be, be, he'll be able to uh, adapt to the situation. I'm looking for a blazing knockout. And as he said on a conference call the other day, don't blink. Okay. And so that's going to be heralded as the remark of, 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 the, of the year. You know what I mean? Don't blink. You know what I mean? You, you're getting, you're having, you don't have an opportunity to go 
and get some popcorn or go get a beer or go whatever you're going to get. you got to stay there and stay glued to this thing until it is over because if you move, you lose. Okay. What happened to the amateur boxing program here? Frank Warren's got the U.K. to invest in their amateur program over there, and they've got some bright amateur stars that have turned professional and won some titles in the past decade. But it doesn't seem like the United States seems to be investing in the future of boxing, Don. Am I right or am I wrong on that? Well, you know what? We got to, we got to you know, reconnoiter the, uh, uh, our efforts, you know what I mean, and, uh, and deal with it as real. You are right. We got to make some – we used to have ABC's Wide World of Sports, Showtime Sports, you know what I mean? NBC, uh, first in color with sports. Now they don't have it. They just go directly to uh, uh, the, the boxes without being known. Up, up close and personal is one of the most vital things of the boxing. They have tried to uh, emulate and imitate it on the 24-7 and, 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 and whatever other programs that they come in with, all access. But there's nothing like putting time and effort with the uh, ABCs of boxing, the young kids, taking them off the streets and out of the, out of the gangs and things and teaching them. Educating, enlightening, and also teaching them physical prowess, and that they can escape the, the destitution and the, and the poverty, you know, by the prowess of their physical skills as well as the enlightenment of their mind. This I want to work for, and this I will work with, and I will call on you and all of the Americans to let us put time and investment into our youth, because that's where it is. That's tomorrow's future. Okay, Don King's our guest, of course, celebrating. How long has it been, Godfather? 30, 35 years, 40 years now in boxing or what? Yes, about about that time in boxing, you know what I mean, bringing, bringing boxing to the people. And what we're doing right now is we're returning boxing to the people, which is the most important. You know, I'm a promoter of the people, by the people, and for the people, and my magic lies and my people ties. The people are the most important, you know what I mean? So, therefore, we must be able to promote them. You know, unanimity, solidarity, and togetherness is what my goal is. And I live for the day that all people are clothed in dignity. So we've got to continue to work toward that effort. And for the 40 years that I've been in this sport with the inimitable and incomparable Muhammad Ali, uh, it has been our, our, the, the reward is in the journey. And this has been quite a journey. So I'm 83 years old right now, and I feel just as good as I can be because I'm talking to who? Put that guy's name? Fernando? What? What is your name, sir? You are so you are so bright. You're so intelligent, gentlemen. You're so electrifying, and I get myself caught up in that kind of thing. That's why you got me at any moment, a day or night. You catch me, I can't not hang up the phone. You know what, Don? You are the godfather of boxing promotion, the greatest promoter of all time, and you've always been there for Pedro. You have. You've been there for Pedro, whether it was TV work, whether it was radio as a guest. You've always been there for me, and and I love you for that, man. You've been good to me, and I think that if Don King was had more of a control of today's boxing, I think boxing would be a lot better because I miss those cars with five, six, seven title fights, and I think the boxing fans do too. You know, that's what they want to give the people. You cannot go and rely on one uh, one uh, championship match. Everyone's a championship match, and therefore they always feel that they're not being beat out of their money or wasted in their time and, and, and viewing. You know, they they now become so sanitized and monetized that they want to they want to just be able to deal with what the what the facts are. How much can how how's the cash register going to ring? Well, the cash register can't ring if you don't have the support of the people. They don't seem to understand that. You give Don, the people what they want, they will respond. What is the next one? I got to give you a, I, I got to give you props. Another great interview, but I got to go running up on a heartbreak. I Pedro, love you. Take Pedro, care. Man. Happy holidays. Happy New Year, Pedro. Merry Christmas, and I love you and all your fans. God bless America, and God bless our great president. Uh, Obama. So let's let's move on forward and let's keep on keeping on. Don King on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network.
Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student Loan Advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851-800-439-7851 At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 Matthew Oh, sorry It's okay, I just need you to listen to me I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am I hear you, and what you say really does matter to me I mean, let's be honest, no kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom. For never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The Isley Brothers, who's that lady? Who's that young lady that sent me that Christmas ornament? I'm talking about Juliet Isla out of Kentucky. She sent me a Christmas tree ornament. We have it hanging on the Ring Talk microphone right now, so we want to thank her from the bottom of our hearts for that great present. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing, the future of boxing, on display next week, January 2nd, live in the zone. I'm talking about Ryan Garcia. King Ryan, call him what you want. I call him King. Bottom line is 20 and zip, 17 KOs, come off that one-punch knockout. 
bang over Francisco Fonseca. Of course, Fonseca come into the fight 25 and 2, and a few seconds later, he was like in another time zone. That's what's going to happen to Luke Campbell. Campbell's a tough guy. Lost that one fight to, uh, he's 20 and 3, but lost that one big fight to Vasil Lomachenko, of course, over 12 rounds in 2019. Lomachenko, not the fighter people think he is. In fact, now Devin Haney is talking about wanting to fight Teofimo Lopez. Of course, Lopez not going to give Vasil Lomachenko a rematch because of the fact that there's not a whole lot of money in that rematch. Probably more risk than there is rema- uh, m- uh, money, more risk than there is money, but I still think that the way for Teofimo to go is to go over to Australia, fight Albrasis, uh, the G- George over there, fight Georgie, make some big money, make three or five million bucks, come back and, you know, make some more money here. But according to his father, he wants $10 million to fight um, Teofimo Sr. feels his son is worth $10 million because he holds all the belts. He wants to fight, of course, the... Devin Haney. Devin Haney has a WBC belt. The bear, the promoter Barry Hearn is saying that, that, that Haney's not a champion. And of course, Haney's saying he is a champion. Of course, Tia Female's saying that Haney's an internet champion. The bottom line is these guys need to look it out. At 135 pounds, we have a chance to have a round robin tournament with some outstanding fighters. In January the 2nd, you're going to see the best of the best, I think, when he steps out and he takes, I'm, I'm telling you, Ryan Garcia's going to make Luke Campbell look like a stiff. He's going to stop him. Probably inside of six or seven rounds. And if he doesn't, as I said earlier, I will eat it. I, if he loses, if Luke Campbell beats Ryan Garcia, Scott Cuddy's my witness, and so are the millions of people listening live and delayed. I will eat an eight by 10 inch piece of paper on the air. On the air. I will eat an eight by 10 inch piece of paper on the air if Luke Campbell can beat Ryan Garcia next week. It ain't going to happen. I've never eaten the 8 by 10 inch piece of paper on the air. Of course, I've been doing this 37, make that 38 plus years now. And the only time I came close was like Holyfield, I think, Riddick Bow Fighter, something like that. Yeah, where Jeannie Richards or Jeannie Williams, one of the judges, scored a draw. Bottom line is, it was a draw and I didn't have to eat the paper because of that. But outside of that, I've been sterling, perfect, over 37 to make that 38 years now. So is this the time where I eat the 8 by, eight by 10 inch piece of paper? Is this my comeuppance? Is this the final? Am I going to get it? Nah, I'm not going to get it. I'm telling you, he's the real deal. Ryan Garcia, watch for that name. I think he will be a boxing superstar for years to come. Forget the fact that he's got the three or four million girls following him on Instagram and that kind of good stuff. That just means... When he goes to pay-per-view, and eventually he will go to pay-per-view, okay, that people will be buying his fights. The chicks will buy his fights. If you can get women, why, but listen, if women want to watch his fights, much like they do with Oscar De La Hoya, God knows the roof is the limit. And, and he doesn't, how can I put this? Oscar did not have the grab on the chicks that Ryan has as far as the 2.5 or the 3 million Instagram followers. I kid you not. I mean, De La Hoya was popular, but when De La Hoya turned pro in 1992 after winning the gold medal, the internet was just coming Coming into fruition. I mean, I remember sending an email to Caesar's Palace one time and them sending me an email back. We don't take email. I kid you not. Put it in the regular mail. That's what Debbie Munch told me. The vice president of Caesar's Palace told me, send it in the regular mail, Pedro. She sent, she sent me an email back to tell me that. She sent me an email to tell me, send it to her regular mail. Now we don't even use regular mail per se. Although we missed the post office. God knows. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, 37, make that 38 plus years. Now you're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, my producer, the one, the only, incomparable Scott Cut Cuddy will be gone for a week. We wish him the very best. We'll be back, of course, in a fortnight. Straight up, this has been Ring Talk Live Worldwide for Sunday, December 27, 2020. I thank you so much for taking part of today's show. Of course, if you're joining us for the very first time today, let me welcome you to the Ring Talk family. You've been here for a while. You know what's going on. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Till next time, peace, love, and a ton of respect.